is Yudamid Beis, Chafti B'Tashlumei Nisko, Chafti Milamet Shabalim Metapnim B'Nevele. That's really the topic that we're supposed to be doing today. But the lumbus on that requires that we're all on the same page for this. For my little survey of people, um, either your Rebbe didn't really get into this Sugiyah that much, or didn't get into it the way I want to plant in your minds. With one of the most significant Yisodos of the Masechna, and I'm not kidding. There's a Yisod that comes out of the Sugiyah, a Reb Chaim, that's just like going to come back over and over and over again. It really makes some of the most difficult studios like that one on Yudam and Beis uh, understandable. So you'll see what I mean hopefully at the end that we'll get to that Yisod. All right. So the Shaklavatari here, it seems very innocent enough. It's the very beginning of the Gemara when the Gemara was going through the uh, all the Avos and trying to figure out right? And so it has to first tell me what Chabad is in the Makorfi Chabad. So it says, the Kikama Rapapa Shen Veregel, Shen Veregel Hechuk Sivi. The Tanya Bishilach Zer Regel, the Kenomer Mishachi Regel Shor Vachamor, Ubir Zer Shen, the Kenomer Kashi Yvair Galatuma. So, so far it seems it's enough. We have this puzzle. It says, it says Ubir, it says Bishilach, one is for Shen, one is for Regel, Shalmar Yisrael. Right? It seems very, 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 very posh. Then the Gemara suddenly brings in Mar. It says, Vishilach Zer Regel, the Kenomer Mishachi Regel Shor Vachamor. Oh. It's a good thing I have the some customs to tell me the Shiloh is regular. But do I really need it? That's what he's asking, right? Do I really need it? What would I what would I have thought would be the the drush on the Bishila? E Karen Ksiv, Ishan Ksiv. They both have their own sukin. Karen Kiigach, Shane Uvier. Right? So now here we go. I might have thought. Both Mishilach and Beer are related to Shay, right? Because one is Makalukana, one's Lab Makalukana. So let's start with this. I always say the only way to do Ian is to start with that. Any Rishonim and just tell me Pshat. So who could tell me Pshat? Bikiyas in Makalukana versus Lab Makalukana. What do those expressions mean? And now you've already been through Ian, you've what? done it all. So, you can't answer. What? That means you can't answer. You got more confused from the end than you had. Well, let's go back. Actually, play the game a minute. We'll get into all the It's totally gone, but it might regrow. Okay, okay, Rafshoma. But just hang on. I was purposely asking you to give me the push-up shot. What's the push-up? See, I shouldn't have done that. Thank you. If you're a decent human being, go ahead. What's the push-up? Push-up, push-up shot. I like the extra push-up. Very helpful here, yes. What was it? Right, well, not totally was it. What's Karna? Karna is Karen. Right? Yes. So, good. Thank you. Right? Makai Karna means that the Karen is consumed. It's all consumed. I'm just going to up the, you know, the tenor of the vocabulary. And low Makai Karna is that the Karen is not. The principal is not completely consumed. So that's what you think. But... Right away, if you're doing Ian properly, and I, you have to ask the question, right? The Gemara is telling me that I need, I would have needed a puzzle, and ultimately the Gemara Le Maskana is going to need a puzzle, need something to teach me both Makayakana and Lomakayakana. What bothers me about that? What's the Havamina? 
Where, let's say this Avmi and Lomakal Yohana should not get a Pasuk. Should not be Chai. Why? That's the first thing that should strike you. You need whatever if you did good lumdas, you're gonna come out with an answer to this. What's the Havamin of the Khlaw that is whatever definition you're gonna come up with for Lomakayagana, it's Nezek. For God's sake, it's even in this Pasha Pasha uh, definition. You were mousing another person. Why on earth why on earth should there be a ptor? That's the, the number one question in just the bikis to bikis. Right? We're gonna double everything up today. Right? So keep that in mind. We need to answer that question. It's a very seems like a posture question, but it's really a very, very significant question. And the Rebchaim is so helpful for it. Alright. So new what happened. So now let's get into it. So uh, that's what clued me into my Pashib Shah is not gonna gonna fly. It doesn't satisfy that Shaila alone. So I go to Rashi. So new Rashi. Now go ahead. What does Rashi say? So Rashi it's says, gone, but we'll come back. right. So he yeah. says, but you get, what's gone? Okay. What's what's Mashma from Rashi that Tosos reads into Rashi? And you might have been wondering how did Tosos know Rashi said so? Right, it's Tosos right away. Let's just cheat a little. He says, "Perish the So how did Tosos know that the Rashi said the word shachas at all in his parish? No, but it had to be. Why? This is all Pashat. Because he said, what, what are you talking about, Asid Litzmoach, if it wasn't Shachas in the first place? So, so Tosas is right, right? So the Rashi says that we're talking about the following case. When you want to know what Lomakal Yakarna it seems like everyone finds it difficult what on earth Lomakal Yakarna is. And that's the second question I had in my Bikiyas. What? Why is. Why is it such a big deal? Why isn't it as passionate as we said? You know, like, why are they, like, coming and having machlokas and having all sorts of pshatim as to what these concepts mean? They seem to be very straightforward. Full, full consumption of the Karen? Partial consumption of the Karen. Isn't that all it is? Obviously not. There's something bigger, bigger going on. So Rashi thinks he's telling me, what is the case? The case is, there was a case of shachar. Everyone knows what shachar is, right? Shachar is the, the young, early, pre-tvua stuff that's growing. So Rashi says the case must be where the animal ate that, right? And it's going to grow back, right? It's growing back. Ultimately, it will be tvua, but not quite ketchila, not what it would have been. That's Rashi, right? Pretty much. Good? Anyone want to fix up my Rashi? Am I saying anything wrong? That's Rashi. So who's not happy with this? Everybody. I don't know how much. You didn't really explore this topic, apparently, with... But if you did, you would see that many Rishonim and Achronim are very unhappy with this Rashi. We'll get to the, the biggies and the Nitziv as the, the Bamkash, right? But let's just start with those. But, but I'll tell you a few of them. Right? Tommy the Rabino Tom. What did he say? He says, the very Pashtili, he says, what are you talking about, Lomakal Yerkano? If they ate the Shacha, that's never coming back. Whatever they ate is gone forever. That's how he puts it. Whatever they ate, Yachsur Olam, it's never coming back. It's Mikal Yerkano. So Artosis is a twist on that, right? What does Artosis say? Artosis says, well, you know, the Baal could have been kotzer that shachas, whatever that Bema ate, and sold it, and there's value there. There's absolute value that is gone forever also. Right? So what does Tosis have to come on to? Different shachas. He has to come on to Tinfa Paris. That's very striking. Tosis is telling me that something that we all know is a tolda, is going to be derived in the way we thought only Avos to derive. So this is what makes the Rashba, and if you saw the Rashba, the Rashba goes to Rashi. 
Rashi is, is, is saying, Tosus is going to get stuck by this. It's not going to be, we'll, we'll have to work it out for him, but that's what pushed the Rashi over to Rashi's shita. But what's the problem with Rashi? So the problem with Rashi is, yeah, what are you talking about, Rashi? How could you call the case that you're describing, and it's what I said. The Metzius is what I said. There was these young, not fully ripened and grown, tulu, peros, whatever you want to have down there. And Rashi's saying that was eaten. And it's going to come back to some degree, but it won't be like you've heard before. And everyone's saying, but Rashi, it's Makaya Khan, it's Makaya Khan. So somebody answer up for Rashi. How are we going to get Rashi out of this? Rashi had a different version. He didn't know it was going to go back worse or go back better. Is that true? I think so. Did you learn that in Shir? Yeah. yeah. That it's going to grow back better? You're screwing he says, no, he says, he says that even though it's true that some people purposely send out their animals to go eating in order to get it to grow back better, that's obviously not what Rashi's talking about, right? Because he's saying it's not going to go back better. He's saying first that it's... I want to I, I answer for Rashi, not a new shot. Most of the ways when the Rashi quotes Rashi, he doesn't quote that part. Yeah, so you're going to, the answer is we got a, a bad gear saw? That's, I don't think so. I don't think so. There are some achronim that are very clever answers for Rashi. Say, say if I varnish the chromium, chromium so the damage. Okay. Over, like over, even though... And what's Rashi doing now? So Rashi's saying that it goes back worse, but still, it's still a permanent damage. Though. Well, that's, are you asking a kasha on Rashi or answer on? Saying, why does Rashi hold that metallic is that it goes back worse? Yeah, yeah. He's defining Loma Kaliyakarna. What's Loma Kaliyakarna? Huh? It goes back worse. That it grows back, but not quite the way it would have been. Right? So wait, let's, I see we got to get shot first. So, let me, let me show you what all the Akronim do with Rashi. There's, a, there's, a, there's an Akron in the back on the Marsha. The, it's called Nimuke Hagriv. Himoreshiud Beis. Yehuda Bakra. He was easy to remember. His, uh, he was born the year before the American Revolution. 1775. And he was like a Polish Tamil but made him very, very chashev and got to the back of the Gemara. He's, uh, I mean, he's big Tamil and he gives great perushim on the Marsha. But he also had these Gemaras that belonged to the Grah, to the Vilna with all his uh, comments on the, on the sides. So that automatically got him, you know, chashev placement. But he has a great chat in Rashi. He says like this. He says, the first thing you have to realize is Rashi is well aware, and then Tzib says the same kind of thing. They're well aware, Rashi is well aware of the Pshat and Tosfus. Like he knows that there's two things going on in this scenario. The behemoth eats the shachat, that's going to be Mikhail Khan. No one could argue otherwise. That, that shachat is gone forever. But what's Rashi's Chiddush is that when you uh, eat the shachat, there's another type of Hezek that's taking place. It's a, it's a, it's a new type of Hezek. It's the hezek of that this aruga is not going to come back to its full potential, right? If the behemoth never had touched the shachat, let's say this uh, aruga, this patch of land, would have yielded 100 pounds of wheat. And now it's only going to come back with 80. That itself is an additional level of, of nezek, right? Everyone, everyone here where this is going? So there's two types of nezek taking place every time, according to Rashi. There is the Makaliya Karna of eating the Shachat itself. And then there's this additional element that he's saying you can't ignore. You can't ignore the fact that the yield here would have been much more, and that, that, that compounds 
the Nezek. And it's a Chiddush, that this is, for some, somehow this is a Chiddush of Lomakayakan. So what, what's the real chap in the Griv is that he says these two things are mutually exclusive. Anyone know what I'm talking about? These two types of Nezek, Rashi's chap is, you, it's going to be one or the other, it's not both. And that's why I could call this Lomakayakan, because I'm talking about one of those scenarios. What am I getting at? So Rashi says like this. He says, if, if you uh, say that by eating the shachat, I'm taking away, from the, like Tosa says, from the Bailam, they could have been kotzer themselves, then what would have happened to their future uh, growth? What would have happened? If the Baal did it himself, right? And I'm, uh, if he had harvested the shachat, which is what I'm taking away, my behemoth is taking away from him, right? That opportunity. What would have happened to Nezek number two? The same thing that happened now. In other words, whether my behemoth did it or the Baal did it himself, that future regrowth that's now deficient would have happened either way. So if you're going to charge me for that, you can't charge me for the second one. And if you're going to charge me for the second one, you can't charge me for the first one. Everyone follows this? This is what he says. It's a very nice shot. It's a very nice pshat because it uh, seems to solve all the world's problems. Those are the best pshat. They seem to solve all the world's problems, but they won't. We'll see in a minute. But first you have to understand this. You understand what he's saying? Very, I recommend looking at it. It's in the back of anyone who has uh, a nose behind that for sure. It's in the back right after the marshal. Should I repeat it? Should I explain it again? No, because in other words, Rashi's ignoring. What, what are they all, what, what's Tosas complaining about? He's ignoring the fact that there's an element of Mikhail Yarkarna. What gives Rashi a right to uh, ignore that element? So this is explaining it. He's saying, because if you're going to charge me for the Makayakarna element of this Nezek, then fine, but you can't charge me twice. And sometimes this is greater loss, and sometimes that's greater loss, that's what the Griff says. But either way, it's going to be one or the other. Rashi's saying, Lomakayakarna is the scenario where the Baal admits, they have to admit, we were not going to do the, the Shachat. We weren't going to be kotzerit. We weren't going to be kotzerit. So, since you were, you, you were not, then I'm not causing you any loss, Mikhail Yakarna. Right? They have to be admitting we never would have done it. Right? Therefore, we would have had this great yield at the end that you're stealing from us. Right? Because of your behema, eating the shachat, instead of having 100 pounds, we only have 80 pounds. So, okay, so I have to pay for that. But I don't have to pay for the, the shachat itself because you're telling me you would have never taken the shachat out and ended up with a hundred, right? These, these are mutually exclusive forms of nezek. You have to digest it, but it's, it's very, very accurate. But it's still not going to be helpful. What would you do with the case by the fact that there might be a difference between animal, animal eating it versus meat picking it? No, so I mean, I don't know, the mitzvahs, you have to get into detail. I mean, like, it's like the one, is, one is a mice nezek, one is, I'm going to be careful when I pick it, I'm not going to damage it. Right, so it's, you have to understand, what does it mean when we, what is Rashi really saying? And this is going to be very important for the Nitzvah, right? Well, what does this mean that it's low ketchila? Why not? What, in what sense is eating the shachat affecting the ultimate yield? So you're implying that there's some kind of agricultural phenomenon that's going on and the ground isn't going to produce as much. Or it's not like that. What's going on is like because the, the animal consumed some of the future growing stalks, the total number of stalks are less. Right? There's shachat, 
there's young stalks that will be coming one day, fully grown tzur, right? So Rashi's saying, uh, the case of Loma Kanyakana is when the animal ate it at that early stage, right? And I'm not worried about Makayakarna, the fact that he's eating something they would have harvested, because in this particular case, they're saying, we weren't going to harvest it. And therefore, our yield would have been its full potential. And now, because my behemoth, though, ate that stuff, right, which is no loss to them, because they weren't going to harvest it anyway, but there is a loss at the end. What's the loss at the end? The yield is much less. The yield is less. You know, if, if you're going to tell me that you would have harvested it, fine, so then I have to pay you for that, but I certainly don't have to pay you for this, because you would have ended up with less yield as well. Now, I heard what you were saying, but no one's fine-tuning it to that degree, that there's a difference between how they would have picked it and they would have picked it. You would have ended up, no, at least the greed is assuming That would be a way to say that the greed to the cash on what said. Yeah, yeah, fine. Right, in other words, it doesn't really work so mathematically, and what are you talking about? But I have a bigger kasha. I don't have a bigger kasha. Then the, it's it as a bigger kasha. Also, when Rashi said, Avaloka Tfila, why is that for sure saying it's going to be worse than it was? You know, like what I've said. Avaloka Tfila, that doesn't tell me it's going to be worse. Yeah, it's interesting. There is a person who says, well, I think you're thinking of the alphas. There is a Gilion alphas in the back who says the following. He says, Rashi means the opposite of what everyone else says it means. I'm going with what everyone else says it means. What everyone else says it means is what we've been saying. There's this one sheet that's the Gillian Alphas that says, he means like this. He means, that'll help tighten up what we're about to say anyway, so I'll, I'll do it. He means that it's lo ketchila, right? And therefore, you're, it's makalya karna, and you're chayed a full amount, right? Because what does that mean? It means that this aruga was going to give two yivols. It was going to go twice. And now you just took out one. Right? It would have had two, and you just took out one, that's Makalya Karna, and now you're high for one whole yield. Right? So that's what he says. So for him, you have to say, we're talking about an Aruga, and this is the way that Hanum laid out, that was destined for one. Just one. Right? One yield. That's all it's doing. Right? Putting the alphas aside. Right? But you're right, it's not Bukhrach that he was saying this, but everyone's assuming it. Everyone's assuming it. So. Is this, does this really make it as Lomakar Yarkhan? What Rashi's saying. What do I have him saying at this point? I have him saying that the amount that this was going to be was going to be 100. And because my behemoth took out the early shacha, it's only going to be 80. How much is an ezek? Is that Makar Yarkhan or Lomakar Yarkhan? The Nezek. Is it Makaya Karna or Loma Karna? The Nezek. It's never coming back. This is an Itziv's Kasha. So, here I brought some extra ones. Anyone wants to see inside if you couldn't read it off your phone. I just wanted everyone to see this one more Marco. Itziv is completely. First, he's saying, What's Tosos asking? And then he says, I know what Tosos is asking. He's asking what we just asked, which is. Rashi, no matter how you create the scenario, right? No matter how you, is that was that something? What is that? Let me see. Oh yeah, I need that. I need that. Just take the um, 
I wonder if you highlighted every individual figure. <laughs> Not that good. Um, the Mitzvah says like this, Rashi, you're telling me Lomakal Yukarna, why? Because you're gonna, he puts it in terms of flour. He doesn't even talk about wheat. He says, the original potential of this plot of land was going to be tons and tons of wheat, let's say 10 tons of wheat. Now that my behemoth did this, all I'm going to end up with is 5 tons of wheat. So then Siv says, why is that Lomakal Yukarna? That's Makal Yukarna also. It's the same thing, right? In other words, this is why Tosos, what, what does Tosos have to do? Bottom line, what does Tosos say? For this shame, Derech Achila, there's no such thing as Lomakal Yukarna. Whenever you're involved with consumption, eating, there's no way you can have a case of Lomakal Yukarna. Therefore, what does he have to come on to? Tidfaperos. That's why he has to come on to what's very Dachok, right? Thus, it's very Dachok. He's telling me that the Pasuk I, that I needed ultimately, right, Dumi Yudarega, whatever it's going to be, I'm learning to learn a tolda of Tidfaperos. Why is that? Because Tosavos has concluded the way the Nitziv is thinking, right? That there's no way to have Lomakalyakarna in a case of Achila. Any Shane Achila will never fulfill Lomakalyakarna. Period. Absolutely not. What's Rashi going to do? Rashi disagrees with that. Rashi says, no, there is Lomakalyakarna within Achila. By the way, this is a setup for tremendous Lomdus now. Exactly what's going on here is what counts the pu'ulas of the av nezek, or is what counts the chetza aniza, right? You see how that's coming out of Rashi and Tosos. Tosos says makayikana versus lomakayikana is an issue of the uh, the pu'ula done to have shame, right? Shame is hanala nezek. Hanala can manifest as achila. That's Makayarkhan. It could also manifest as Tinfaperos or rubbing against the wall, those type. That's Lomakayarkhan. That's the difference between, that's what's going on over here. What was my Havamina, according to Tosvos now? What was my Havamina not to have as one of the types of Nezek? Right? Lomakayarkhan, which means Nezek that takes place via that other mechanism. Why is that very difficult? That's very difficult for us. Every time we picked a tolda, which is what these things are, we said, all it's going to do is share the trunos. What are the trunos? Hanal This has all that. It has its hanal Why on earth should it not be included? Why should Tipeperus have had a havamina that it wouldn't have been included and needs exerus akasub and it's just a tolda? So that's the problem for Tosos. But what made him get into this trouble was he refused to say there's ever a possibility. And he's, he's using the rationale that the Nitziv is laying out that an Amaisa Chil Shane could ever be constituting a Nezik that's called Lomakarikana. It's just an impossibility. And we got it? So what's the answer? The answer is the Diyuk and Rash. It isn't shares. I don't know if that's in No, well, anyone else in his share? Because no one's been talking. score. Uh, what do you mean? We're working on Rashi. We want to say Rashi. It wasn't a fan of saying that the Rashi but didn't have the version that it grows back worse. No, I'm not a fan of that at all. No, but no, but no, even even with the Rashi, it's all about the future growth. 
As yes. As Rashi would agree that you're chayiv on what you ate now, but if the the loma kaiyakar is on the future growth, huh? Yes. Okay, good. So that's not. How's that loma kaiyakar? What, what, because what does it mean? What was the mezik in the future growth? Now it's going to grow back worse. What does what does that mean? It means that the wheat, like qualitatively, won't be. Each stalk of wheat is qualitatively worse. I get something like that, yeah. Mm. Does that make sense? I'm not a farmer, but... Yeah. Yeah. No, no one understands it that way. I mean, I don't understand it. Still, there's still a loss there because you can't sell it for the same. I mean, just going, let's go with the Achronim a little and, and the Rishonim. And anyone who talks about this at all, if you could show me someone who says that shot, I'd be very interested. Because it's why. No, 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 no. Because that's, that's a natural thing to think about because it's very difficult to understand what Rashi is talking about. Clearly, Tosis did not think he was talking about that because... Then you're saying the full Karen is here, right? The volume of wheat is the same, it's just worse quality. It's a very, very difficult shita. Very difficult. You could say it. You could say it, and when I was like being Balabatish, I said it. Meaning, like, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, I really was. In other words, when I was grappling with what is Rashi talking about, especially if there's so many sit, I'm saying, what could it be? You know, so what's Rashi talking about? How's this Loma Kalya Karna? Right? Because I'm going to tell you that it's not related to the, just the quality of the wheat. It's the quality of the entire aruga. This aruga was going to yield, the way that Nitzit puts it, right? And the grid, and everyone else who talks about it. What Rashi's telling you is that formally, before the behema ate that shacha, this aruga was going to give me much more. Now it's going to give me much less. It's a quantitative difference. So the Nitzit says, if you're going to call it a quantitative difference, you're always going to run into this problem that Tosos is bothered by, which is, that's Makayakarna, that's not Lomakayakarna. The only way out of it is to say something about Balabatish, like what you're saying. Balabatish is not an insult. It's what we live with, that. Okay, good. Maybe that's Shad. I'm going to go with Reb Chaim as the Gishmak. Shad, because the Reb Chaim is a setup for so many other sugyas, including the next one we're about to do, so we've got to get to it. But I have not seen anyone say it. I, I also thought of it. I said... Maybe that's what Rashi means. All the wheat's coming back. In other words, the full Karen of wheat is coming back, but just like less quality to it. And then if I try to think of the Metzias that could result in that, the Behem is going and eating up some of the Shacha, right? The Shacha is going to be what's yielding this thing. It's not necessarily, unless you could say, you know, some of them will be broken at the end and like that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, how are you going to estimate the Nezek? How are you going to estimate the next? How, how much is self How much is good? Whatever good wheat, that's what I got. Whatever good wheat I would have had, that's what I would have had. So it's the good wheat I would have had versus the good wheat that I got now. That's your loss. That's Makalya Karn. That's what the Nitziv says. That's always going to be Makalya Karn. So, so obviously there's got to be a more sophisticated shot here in Raj. That sounds more like Tim Fateros, like just breaking it. It's coming back, which is work. Like yeah, so that wouldn't be shame. Right. You're not really eating it. Right? Rashi is saying within Achila and Shane, there's a thing called Lomakai Karna, and it has to do with this future growth. But what bothers the Nitziv and other Achronim, it's not just him, is how is this not Makai Karna? We don't understand Rashi. Right? So Rav Salavechik had a shot. But first, Rav Ariel went for it. This is the only time you'll ever hear me say this. Rav Ariel threw up his hands. He gets halfway there, and then he says, I don't really have an answer. So, whoa, you know, that blew me away because I, I, I said, wow. So let, let me tell you what he did say because he gets us started. I don't think you could do the rub. If you look at the Rishimos, it's in the Rishimos, this rub piece that I'm going to tell you. 
it's unintelligible, in my opinion, what the Rishima say without Rav Asher's intro. So it's worth it. If you want to look at the Rishima sooner or later, um, Rav Asher really helped me understand what the Rav was talking about. And, and you'll see what I mean in a minute. Rav Asher points out something that's very, very close to what I was going to be saying to you yesterday. What, what is Rashi? What's a key word in Rashi that Tosus does not say? <laughs> hey, Tosus says, Tosus says, thank you. Tosus says, Shacha. Does Rashi say he ate the Shacha? What does Rashi say he ate? Aruga. Why is that very, very red flag Rashi? There is a major machlokis in Akonis, right in the beginning, between Rashi and Tosus on exactly when we estimate the Hezek of shame. This is very fundamental. You've got to really know this if you said you learned Bavakama. When we say in the Mishnah in Hakonis that the way we estimate that Masha Hizik is we take a, it's it's Acher, right? And we take it relative to another uh, Sada, right? What, what's the Pshat there? Who, who's learned Hakonis already? You guys have passed it, you don't have moved. Or, so, no, what, what was going on there? What, what's Rashi's Pshat? How does the estimation work? Just tell me exactly. What do I look at first? No. What's the thing that's damaged? What's the cheftzah nizak according to Rashi? The amount that you bring down one patch and then you view that. Okay, so what's the cheftzah nizak? So the patch. What's that called in, in Hebrew? An aruga. right? And Rashi is very consistent. Every time he talks about <coughs> estimating the damage of Shane Achila, it's aruga. It's an aruga. That's going to be very different than Tosos. What, what does it mean? It means that we're going to view the aruga, the patch, and everything mechubar to the patch, the chalusa, which means is the chetza nizak is not the fruit, which is the pashtus, which is the way tosos is going to go. According to Rashi, the chetza nizak is the karka and the mechubar la karka. It's the value of the land. It's either you're going to sell this land, it has a certain value, and then after the nezek, it has a lower value. And I'm going to be selling it for less, and that's the nezek. And therefore, the Rashi's estimation is that double estimation. I don't know if you, you picked it up in Bikiyas, right? Did you see what Rashi's saying? He's saying that you, first you've got to derive what's a sale, right? So you, you imagine 60 times, that's what 60 is doing for Rashi, 60 times, and then divide, you know, the, that big uh, amount of land, then you divide by 60 to get the value of a sale, right? And then you take the aruga, and as part of the sale of land, and kodem and la'achar hanezek. And that's how you do it. What is all that about? You know, to protect the mazik from getting overcharged, right? If you just looked at the aruga alone, right, she says, it'd be too much, not fair. So I'm going to put it in the context of a, of a sada acher, right? Tosa says, no, it's not the aruga that is the nezek of shame. What is it? The peros. We look at the peros. When we talk about 60 seah, and think it's something like that, we're not talking about a base seah. We're talking about a volume of 60 seya of fruit that will, will uh, you know, kind of dilute out the nezek in that, right? A single, seya, a single uh, amount of the fruit would, on the market would have been way overpriced compared to what it would sell for in bulk. It would be a reduced price. So again, to protect the mazik, that's why we're doing that whole process. So, but this is a very blaring machlokas. Rashi says the chetza nizak is the whole aruga, which is what he's saying by us. And Tosis is saying, no, it's the Peros, right? It's the Peros. Now, where does, what generates Rashi Shita? Why is he calling it, look at the Sada, look at the Aruga? 
what's stimulating him to do that. So everybody always thinks it's Ubiyo B'Sad Echer by the Pasuk, but it's clearly not. What you'll learn if you did Memzayin, right? Everyone learned Memzayin. What's on Memzayin? How do you do Shuma for the, the cow and its vlad? Do you do them separately? What? Right. You do it as a, an entity of a pregnant cow because it would be too much if you did the cow alone. And then what does that Gemara compare it to? Soda and, and Eved, Yad Eved, right? And if you look on Erech and uh, Doc just picked out one, Doc Yotas, where it's talking about nothing to do with Nezik, Bichlal, it's talking about uh, someone who, was, who uh, said Erech Yadi Alai, right? So it says over there, you know how you make that Shuma, how much that is? You use the, the Shuma of Nezikin. What's the Shuma of Nezikin? Ubiya Besada Acher. This is just a, that whole limud, is just a shuma. It's a rule of all shumas throughout shas. Right? There's another one, who's learned hacholim? You're the only guy. So in the, in the Mishnah, it starts going to write nezik, tsar, etc., etc. So when the Rosh talks about tsar, he says, well, how are we going to estimate tsar? So he pulls this up. He says, well, we're going to use the same shuma, the shuma we always use, which means lakula. We always are going to go lakula for the mazik. Right? So where's Rashi getting the idea that it's an aruga as opposed to Toso saying it's peros to begin with? Svara. This is all Svara. Rashi says that Alpi Svara, I'm telling you, the Chetza and Nizak, when it comes to Shane, don't view it like the peros. Always view it like the Karka. Right? It's all Ravasha. Right? And when, when it comes to the Chetza and Nizak, according to Tosos, he says, view it as the peros. Now, how is this going to help us? So Tosis is easy. If Tosis views the Chetzal Nizek always as Peros, I can understand why he's going to always say there's no such thing as Achila Lomakal Yokarna. If it's Megabe Peros, it's always going to be Megabe Yokarna. What you eat is gone forever, just like the Talmud Rebbeinu Tan. It's always going to be that way. What Tosis is only out to, get, to find the case of Lomakal Yokarna? He has to go outside of Achila, right? And go to Timpa Peros or some other methodology over there, right? And get all in trouble about the whole thing with the Tolda and all that other stuff. So what's Rashi doing? Rashi's telling me that there is a certain value to this Aruga, right? And now the Aruga is worth less, the Karka and everything on. Still, that's Makaya Karna, though, because it was worth X and now it's worth Y. The difference is, isn't that Makaya Karna? So comes along of Sarvechik and he says, no, here's where we got to bring in our unbelievably valuable Rebchai. Right now, did anyone in their shir go through this rebbeim in this context? Oh, okay, so good. So, do you want to take it away, or should I do it? It was real tricky, right? It was tricky. He says like this: Rebbeim, the yisod in Rebbeim is what you need for next week, and the, and in my in my view, you're going to need all of this masachta. What does he say? What is what is the the context of this Rebchayim is it's a, it's a halacha in uh, Torah and Nitan where it's the uh, I'll do it all outside but it's, it's in Torah uh, and Nitan Hey Halacha Beis and in there the Rambam is talking about um, somebody he's talking about the din of Shvua when are you Chai B'Shvua when are you not Chai B'Shvua so when are you Pater from Shvua so what, what items are automatically Pater from Shvua Karka Avadim Shtaros, right? That's an artist somewhere, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so anyways, that's a very well-known fact. 
Right? That's an omfet. So he starts with that. And then he says, so if you don't have a chiyah shvua because you're dealing with karka, right? Then you, you'd make a shvua the Rabbanon, there's no shvua the raisa. Right? So modem b'miksas, you'll be off the hook. Eidechad, you'll be off the hook. All the shvua the raisa. What are the, what are the three shvua the raisa? Modem, I just mentioned two of them. What's the third one? Shomer. Shomer. The raisa. The shvua the raisa are those three. Right? Modem b'miksas, shvua se'edechad, and shvua se'shomer. Those are the ones mentioned in the Torah. The rest of them are going to be not. Right? So, comes on the Ramam, he says... Let's say I have somebody who is Nizak. He's a Nizak, right? What happened? Somebody came over and was Mazik his karka, you know, holes in his karka, right? And the Mazik says, all right, you're claiming I did five holes, I really only did three. Right? What's that called? What's the din, says the Rambam? He's, he's popped it from the Shur the Raisa, he just makes the Shur says says the, the Rabbana. Period. Comes along the Ravi, he says a lot more, but I'm just going to cut to the chase. The Ravi comes in, he says, what? What's he talking about? What's he, what's he talking about? In the male, he, he, he gives you a hint in, in his contention. He says, what's the Ramah talking about? Filling in the holes? Right? My, my God, what, what is it, when someone is a, a Nizak, what's he expecting? Damon. It's an issue of Mamon. That should be more than the mix of Saraisa, just like any Mamon. Just like he says, Chavala, by a person. Right? If somebody says, you know, you, you um, gave me five wounds, right, to, to the mazik, and the mazik says, no, it was only three, don't exaggerate. Right? So that will be l'chuliyama, modem emixas, chiv shuadaraisa. So the writer says, why is this any different? Why is it different, the case of karka, right, and that case of chavala? So Reb Chaim explains, no, there's a very fundamental difference. There's a fundamental difference between mamon Hanizak and the Chiv. And this is the thing that you really got to take with you. When we talk about being Mazik Mamun, which is most of our Masechah is talking about, right? Other than the eighth parent. Versus Chavala, they are completely different types of worlds, right? Mamun Hanizak, what's the Chiv? The Shale. What, what's my real Chiv? The lack, of, the lack of whatever material was there before. Perfect. The Chetza. I'm, I'm doing... Sure, tacha, sure. I am, uh, my, my baseline chiyah is, if I could, just put back the chetzah that you, that you messed up. Right? You got to return it. Now, if you can, like, let's say, fill in the holes of the carpet like the rivet was uh, alluding to, great. Most of the time, you're not going to be able to do that because it's gone. So what do you do as a, um, a replacement for the fact that you can't replace the item that's what the Dhamim is. But what's the Chalos Chiyuv here? The Chalos Chiyuv is the object, right? And the, the payment is just a sort of uh, replacement, the next best thing, since I can't do my primary Chalos Chiyuv. My primary Chalos Chiyuv is on the Chet, right? 100%. What about when it comes to Chavola? What's the Mechayev there? Oh, is it to replace the body? Is it to put the body back together again? No, it's Dhamid. It's an Onesh. That's the way the Reb Chaim presents it. He, he proves in the Rambam that the Rambam in Hilchos Chol um, I think it's Perik Vav, says that it's Modib Knas Potter by all the Hamisha Dvarim that you're by Chabal. Because it's an Onesh. It's a Knas. It's an Onesh. It's not a restoration. Right? Mazik Mamo, the Chiv is restoration. 
And therefore, when it came to the case of Karka, the Rambam is saying, this Chaloschir is coming from Karka, Pater Mishvur. When it comes to the Adam and the Chavola, even though Adam is normally also Pater Mishvur, but it's going to be a of Damin. It's a of Damin. It's not a of, uh, of restoration, but it's purely a monetary one. So how does this help over here? So comes along the Rav and he says, this is Pshad and Rashi. This is what Rashi's talking about the whole time. What you have to understand is that when we say that we have an Aruga, that the Chetza Nizak, Rashi, this is why I needed Rav Asher, because I didn't understand the Rishimos until I heard the other word from Rav Asher. What's the Chetza Nizak according to Rashi? What's the Chetza Nizak according to Tosus? According to Tosus, it's Peros. If it's Peros, that's the Chetza Nizak, then there's nothing more to talk about. There's nothing more to talk about. It's Mekayokarna, every time there's Achiva. But for Rashi, what's he going to say? He's going to say like this. He says that if you're Mazik and Aruga, right, which is the Chetza Nizak, what's your Chiv? To restore it. To restore it. What do you have at the end of the day? Three possible scenarios. Let's say the Aruga came all the way back. You ate the Shachat, and the thing fully came back. What's the day? It's fully restored. You're Pat Delegamr. It's fully restored, right? You were Mazik... Remember this Asid Mitzmoach, right? What was your Nezek? The potential future of this patch, right? If everything goes back like it was, Ketchila, what Nezek have you done? None. There's nothing to restore. It restored itself. If you had it come back partially, that's Lomakar Yerkana. The Chepsa Nizak is there, fully intact. Its value is less than it would have been. It's only because this lumbus of Reb Chaim that you can actually now say this, right? It isn't Mekal Karna. The Karen is there. The Karen is the Aruga. It's the patch of land in its totality. The patch of land in its totality is, is never going to be gone, right? It's, it's there. It's just devalued. It's devalued. So now what's your Chiv to pay? Like, just like what the Rambam was saying. Your Chalos Chiv is to restore this land. So you, you almost got it all the way restored, but it's not completely restored. What are you going to have to do? You'll have to pay the difference. That's going to be paying Nezek, that's a low Makalya Karna. And that's what you're going to have to do. The important episode is that the Reb Chaim is driving home that every time now you think about Mamon Hanizak, you have to think about the Chalos Chiv of the, uh, that event to be restoration of the Chetzah. And it's always going to be restoration of the Chetzah. And that's exactly the way Rashi is looking at it. Tosa is looking at it that way too, but the Chetzah is gone. The Chetzah by Tosa is fruit. And now any fruit that grows up is Panim Chadashos. But for Rashi, when he looks at it in terms of the totality of the Aruga, you take Ravasha and you put it into this thing. So the Aruga is the Karen, and the Aruga is here. There's another example on Daf Chav Gimel. The, if you look at the Gilion Ashas on this Gemara on Daf Gimel, he says, take a look at Chav Gimel. He says this to Tosos. He says, take a look at Daf Chav Gimel. There's a case there of Tinfa Peros, right? And they're trying to make Tinfa Peros be Makaya Karna. How could you have Tinfa Peros be Makaya Karna? You remember this? Right? It's with animals where they're pushing it into the ground or they're, they're doing uh, on the wall. There's a seer on the wall. There's a painting on the wall. He's rubbing it out, ring a bell, right? So what was going on over there? So what's going on over there is Makalya um, Karna or not Makalya Karna? Well, it'll depend. I have a wall. Let's say I have a wall. And I have a painting on the wall. So the Gemara says if you wipe out that whole painting, 
It's Makaya Karna. That's how you can get a case of Makaya Karna with wiping out, with the animal rubbing his back and wiping out a painting. Right? You remember? So, she says, wait a second. It depends. If I'm looking at the wall as the Chetza Nisa, then that's Loma Kalyakana. Because the Chetza of the wall is there. It's just worth less without the painting. It's a complete analogy to what we're saying about Rashi. That's why I'm bringing in this Chazanish. It's the same concept. It, Loma Kalyakana means that the basic uh, Karen of the item is there, but just the Nezek caused it to go down and down. Now, now I'm beginning to understand something. My original question that really bothered me is what was the Havamina that there'd never be a Chiyah for Loma Kayakarna? Why? Because what does this Lumdus, let me just finish this sentence, then I'll take it. This Lumdus helps you with a really big problem. Who came across the concept of Hezek, Shein, and Yikar? What's the deal? The Raman Paskins. How do you feel about that? Does that make sense? Stay Balabatish for a moment. Doesn't it seem absurd? You have an item whose value is completely zero and pot. Now, of course, it's and Durabanan and all that. All that. But why is it pot? There's no Nezik there? What does it mean, Nezik Shinanikar? So comes the Rambam, Reb Chaim, and they say, well, come on, it's Dabar Pasha. The Chetza Hanizak is completely intact. The Tzura is untouched. The appearance of it is completely normal. Now I get it. That's, that's what I have to look at when it comes to mazon, uh, Mamon Anizak. I have to look at the Chetza. Is the Chetza itself damaged? If it's not damaged, Alpidin Daraisa, there is no Nezek. Nezek is in terms of the Chetza. There's nothing to restore. There's just a value to make up. The carrot is completely there. The, the extreme example of this is Hezek Shenonikar. So comes the Rav and he says, well, Everybody accepts this. So are you going to have a problem with the Havamina now by Lomaka Yukarna? Lomaka Yukarna was Havamina that it's just like Hezekshinanikar. Maybe we should treat the case of where the Karen of this Aruga is there, but its value went down, not quite to zero, like, or, well, even if it is down to zero, it won't make a difference. How is that different than Hezekshinanikar? Because it's a little Nikar. It is Nikar. Loma Kalyakana is conceptually moving towards Hezekshin and Nikar, but it's actually Nikar. So, but I can now understand the Havamina with this Lomdas, I can finally understand why was there Havamina that it wouldn't be Bechlam Nezer, right? That Shane would be only Makalyakarna and not Loma Kalyakarna, even though both seem to be damaging. Well, if I can accept Hezekshin and Nikar, this is a piece of cake, right? Because at least they'll just have a Havamina that it's not in. And then Amaskana, it isn't. That's the Kamash Milan. The Kamash Milan of the Pesach is, no, this is uh, more than Hezek This has the Chepza affected to some degree. The Karen, the Chepza, has some damage to it. Right? And that's enough to get it into the game. So that it will be like that. Tinfa Peros, according to Tosos. Tinfa Peros. It's a, what's the Hava meaning there is very easy to understand. Right? There the tour is like Hezek almost. Just wash it off, right? There's almost no damage whatsoever in the Lomakanyarana case of Tinfaperos, or, or rubbing out the image a little on the wall, right? So I, th- I think, for me personally, until I had this Lomakanyarana, I found all these sugis very, very 
from my Balapaj's perspective, impossible to understand. Now, in Lumbus, I got it. So the, the take-home message is to remember this Lumbus. But Lumbus is, when it comes to Mammon and Ezekiel, and this is a very, very important episode, it's restoration of a chetzo. That's the, that's the Iker Haloschiv. That's what it really is. And it explains, has it explains the Havamita by Lomakalya Karna, and it will also explain next week's Shita when we try to understand this idea of, of Balin, the top and the Nevela. It doesn't take a more about the. You're being so patient. Rufchayim is talking about, um, if I'm understanding correctly, Rufchayim is talking about the idea of Nezak. Right? So that would mean that every Nezak is really making up a value. But every mammon, every mammon. Every type of nezek, though, we're trying to understand here what. Not chaval, like for example. Right, right, right. and he says. Right. Any, every mammon on this. He said any, any other right. He, yeah. So, but 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 here we're trying to talk about mechalei Is that whole verse is a different type of nezek? No, within mammon and nezek. Right. So, for sure, mechalei karma is going to be midaris uh, and nezek. Right. The havamina of our of this gemara. Was that Lomakayakarna is not in? Right. right. So that was the first question. Why should it not be in? Is it Nezek? Well, it's Nezek, but the Karen's preserved. Right. The Karen is the Chetza. The Chetza Nizak is the Karen. That's what Karen really means. Right. right? So for Rechayim, Nezek is only when you damage the Karen. Perhaps if it's not Makayakarna. Wasn't the regular case of Makayakarna? Say again? Wasn't the regular case. One only asks what's the No, in Messias, there's no. Generally, but. There's actually, there's actually, there, there is a concept of Makayi Karna by, by Rega, right? Your Chayev, there's no difference between Makayi Karna and Makayi Karna by Rega. That's where we lay out. Who did by Shem, right? Who did by Shem. Did I answer your question? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but the few Rashi, should they come with the image, be a Kasha, like, why don't we view the whole... No, the Chazanish has answered up for him. He's going to say, Rashi's going to say, right, that it has to be talking about the picture alone, independent of the wall. When it said, what, what was the Chetza Nizak? He's telling you that for Rashi, it has to be the Tmuna itself, not the wall. We're not talking about the value of the wall, because if I was, it would be low Makayo Karna. The Gemara's point is, this is Makayo Karna. In order for it to be Makayo Karna, he has to be wiping out the entire picture. Well, the second question, I guess what, uh, we raise, is there any case of low Makayo Karna by regular? I mean, we say like, no, the difficulty is to find Makaya Karna by Rego. Pashtus is the Makaya Karna. Right? It doesn't usually consume. The problem for Tosfus is that Shane Achila will never have a Lomakaya Karna. And that's why he gets into a whole big thing that we didn't really get to answer up. But, uh, we're not really doing this part of the paradigm. I just I wanted you to hear this from Chaim and feel it a little. And look at the Rishimas. If you, now the Rishimas should be easy to read. And that's going to take us places on that next suya. Can we say it's the case where the animal passes the fruits very deep into the ground? Like a moron? Yes, that's what the, one of the Sharm says. You have to say that to, to create what... It, everyone's wondering, what's Makali Akarna when it comes to Regal? Right. So it would have to be something like that, or we completely, you know, destroyed it, disintegrated within Tosfos and Shita. You have to understand, Rashi could play that game a little differently. For, for Tosfos, if he's talking about Peros also by Regal, in the same sense... So the only thing that's going to be Makayakarna is consumption of it. The reason Shein Achila is always Makayakarna is because when you eat something, it's gone forever. Right? It's never going to come back. That's not the mashwood of Regal. Seder, okay. Shkaka. Hope I can confuse you more.